Welcome back to the New York Gun Guys podcast. My name is John. My name is Taylor. We have Captain Steve being the producer today. As usual. And uh, Taylor. Yes. We have a guest with us today. Our first guest. Our first um, real guest. Yes, our first real guest. <laughs> we had Stevie once, but yeah, he was, Stevie. Yeah, gun noob. <laughs> um, with us today, we have Lisa Ludwig. She's the president of the Long Island Women's Firearm Club, CEO of She Trains You Incorporated, mm. a facilitator leader of a Girl and a Gun Women's Shooting League, and an NRA-certified pistol instructor. Welcome, Lisa. Thank you so much. I really yeah. appreciate being your coming. first guest on the New yes. York Gun Guys podcast. Yes, yeah, a very <laughs> informal, you yeah. know, little podcast. I love it. I love it. And you have a woman, no less. That's yes. great. Thank well, you. Awesome. This, is, this is one thing we uh, we reached out kind of to get to... You reached out to me, and then I reached out to you. Um, when we kind of first started, and you were saying, hey, you know, I'm a, I, the president of a women's firearms club. I'd, you know, love to come and talk. And I'm like, well, we don't, we're not ready for guests yet. We just got a table, so yeah, um, we, we know, finally got a tablecloth. The tablecloth today, and um, you know, looks wonderful, guys. Yes, thank you, thank, thank you. you. We try. Um, so I reached out to you and said, hey, we're ready to have a guest on. I figured you would be a great first guest. You're a, a local Long Island girl. You are very involved in the firearms mm-hmm. community, and you also have different perspectives, being yeah. a woman and being a member of the LGBTQ uh, community. So I figured this would be a great conversation to have yeah, with you for sure. Thanks, guys. Um, so pretty much we just we want to get right into it. We want to we want to know about you. You We're know, we want to know tell us about your organizations, tell us about yourself, tell us about how you kind of got involved with firearms when that when that whole thing started. And... Sure, sure. So thanks again for having me. This is so great. Um any way to get my word out there yeah, is, for sure. is, is, course, is golden. For sure. So um yeah, so what happened was um you know, I I did not grow up with guns in my house. Um, not that they were a dirty word, they just weren't, uh, you know, in the house. My father actually, um, was a, um, an army, uh, an army veteran, I guess you could say. He did like one jump out of the plane, he broke his hip and and that was the end for him. So it was like a, you know, one jump Nelly and he was done. So, um... You know, so you know, going through life, you know, I really wasn't involved in it. And then 9-11 hit mm. and, you know, it really changed me mm-hmm. in many ways. Uh, so I started like prepping and I started buying water and, you know, um, food and generators and ways to cook food. And, you know, I was like, someone can come just right in here right now and just take everything that mm-hmm. – I prepped for all my hard work, all my money. You know, I didn't really go out. I didn't really do anything. My friends are like going on vacations mm. and they're going to clubs, you know, and dropping, you know, tons of money. And all mm. my money was going into, you know, supplies. Right. And, and, and many people were like, Lisa, you're crazy. And I'm like, you know, I might call me crazy, mm-hmm. you know, and they're like, well, what are you preparing for? And I'm like, I don't know. And yeah. I don't really it care. It was really <laughs> uncertain at that time. Yeah. Especially it really was. Nine, like right mm-hmm. after 9-11. Right. You didn't know what was going on. Right. Exactly. So I was like, I don't know what's going to happen, whether it's this, that, or whatever. But I want to be prepared, you know. Mm-hmm. And next thing you know, I was like, I got to get a firearm. So I reached out to a military guy. He used to work with me at uh, Home Depot when we were working mm-hmm. there. Mm-hmm. And I was like, please, can you help me? And he's like, absolutely. You know, uh, so, you know, got a shotgun because nice. that's, mm-hmm. that's right. the first purchase right. in, in every uh, new gun <laughs> yeah. owner's repertoire. Mm-hmm. And I took the shotgun. We went to go shoot skeet or something. And then, you know, he took it to my house. He taught me how to clean it, how to open it up. And I was like, okay, great. And I literally never shot it again. Mm-hmm. I was so ter- terrified. Mm-hmm terrified of it i left it under my bed with like a sock on it (laughs) literally (laughs) for like probably years years and years what scared you about it 
I just didn't know enough about it, okay. I don't think. Like, although I did all that, yeah. it just wasn't enough. Yeah. I still felt in my hearts of hearts, like, ooh, you know, mm-hmm. like, I, maybe I just didn't understand how it operates. Right. I, and this is so long ago now, like, because I'm not, yeah, like, thinking back, like, what almost. was I even yeah. thinking of? Exactly. Yeah. And then now it's like, all right, so years later, I bought a home uh, in West Babylon. Okay. And it was, you know, a little sketchy. And uh, people, for some reason, yeah, (laughs) depending on the, uh, you know, for whatever reason, they loved the corner of my house. Like I live on a corner Mm. house. So they just loved hanging out there. And like, I swear to God, um, people, you know, doing drugs, people Mm -hmm. throwing rubbers, um, defecating, uh, disgusting stuff. Okay. So 16 sets of people. (laughs) People think that this kind of stuff doesn't happen on Long Island. Oh, but it does. It does. Oh, I I have absolute proof. I I told Lisa I grew up in West Babylon, so I kind of know what she's (laughs) talking about. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and it, so it's crazy. Uh, so, you know, I felt I would call the cops, but they would take forever. Uh, mm-hmm. So I said, yeah. you know what? I got to get a handgun license here. This is mm-hmm. crazy. So it's right. like I can walk out with my shotgun and be like, yeah. get out of here, you know? Mm-hmm. Right. But I needed to know that I had something on me and I was safe. I'm on my property. I'm within mm-hmm. my right to have my firearm on me. So, um, you know, eight months it took me, got my license. And then, uh, you know, when people were around, I would just have it on me. I wouldn't show it, you know, right. just so I had it for, for myself. So whatever. I tell them to get out of here. That's it. Then, uh, you know, the ring camera. Yes. Mm-hmm. So I got notified um, on the app. I didn't even have the camera mm. at the time. And it was a lady running into our home, someone local in West Babylon, a lady running into our home, slamming the door, locking it, and a guy running behind her with a nine millimeter in his hand mm. and a full black oh, ski yeah. mask. Oh, that's not good. So he was donkey kicking the door, mm-hmm. okay? And thank God the door didn't open. Yeah. And I said in the West Babylon Neighborhood Watch Group, I said, what happens if that door would have opened? Oh, yeah. What would this lady have done? Yeah. Does anybody want to learn firearms instruction? And mm-hmm. they were like, hmm, I do. So I was like, huh, yeah. I think I'm onto something here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I had about 50 women reach out to me. I'm like, uh-huh. this is crazy. That's a lot. Yeah. It is. Uh, yeah. So I went and uh, t- sought out training. Mm-hmm. Oh, sorry. And I sought out um, my NRA training instructor, uh, training counselor. Mm-hmm. And I worked with him and he helped me get my certification, which helped me kind of build this club. Mm-hmm. Um, if I didn't have that certification, I wouldn't have been able to, because you know, uh, I, I shoot at the Nassau range. Okay. Do you have to have, you know, for one, your own um uh, what is it? The uh, insurance plan. You know, mm-hmm. it's like a million dollars okay. or whatever it is. Yeah. And then you know you have to have the certification, so it can't just be anybody. Right. You know, going in there doing mm-hmm. that. So without that, I really wouldn't have been able to p- build this platform. Mm-hmm. So after doing all that training, um, I am NRA certified. I'm also Stop the Bleed certified, and I'm also NRA RSO certified, which is also uh, Range Safety yes. Officer. If you guys mm-hmm. are familiar. Okay. I'm um, actually currently going for my Chief RSO oh, wow. uh, certification, which means I can hold the class to give RSO certifications, which will help us all yeah. as well with my ladies. Mm-hmm. All right. So, um, so that kind of happened, and then um, you know, I said, you know what, I'm going to open up a a, a, a company, yeah. and I called it the Long Island Women's Firearm Club. Right. right. Very and straightforward. Very yeah. straightforward. What it is? You can't right. miss it. You mm-hmm. can't mess it up, and mm-hmm. you can tell where we are. Right. <laughs> and right. Obviously, yeah, by exactly. my accent. Yeah. <laughs> um, so you know, that was a great start. And immediately I had a good like 20 women, like oh, right wow. off the bat. Um, so we're only about a year and a month old mm-hmm. and we have about 40 members, a little over 40 members right now. Oh, nice. So we've, we're growing exponentially and uh, it's it's a great sisterhood. It's more than shooting. Right. Um, it really is a sisterhood because... Like we all have, we all do 40 different things in that room, you know, Mm -hmm. so we all work with each other. We all lift each other. We all motivate each other. And it's more than just, you know, learning all this stuff. But 
you know, we at the end of the day, it is about that. We, right. we don't talk politics. Mm-hmm. It's only two A related. If mm-hmm. you you know believe in two A, this is the club for you. Right. Um, and it, it's such a great thing. We have a board of directors. You know, they basically watch over everything, mm-hmm. watch the purchases. Yeah. You know, watch what we're buying. Um, and you know, it really is such a great atmosphere. It really is. Um, so then that happened, and then uh, men were like, <laughs> "I want training too," yeah. and I was like, "Well." Can't really train you, train you under the Long Island Women's Fire Hawk Club. <laughs> so I had to open up She Trains You. Right, and that's right. kind of where this okay. one came from. And that I work with all men, families, kids, couples, mm-hmm. you know, whatever. Even groups um, I work with. So it's why I said She Trains You and I didn't put the firearms word into it. Right. Is because I also am a martial artist and I work with practical self-defense. I'm okay. not talking about like, you know, flying sidekicks or anything like that. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm talking like Street someone. Level. Yeah, someone yeah. grabs your hair. How do you get rid of that? You yeah, get right. get out of that or right, someone's right. like holding you down in like a mm-hmm. rape position mm-hmm. there's ways to get out of that it doesn't mean that you're a victim at that point right so that this is my point is that if we don't set ourselves our future self up for success mm-hmm. in terms of getting out of that position yeah. like when someone's holding you down then you're doomed right, right. how are right. you going to get out of that position so yeah. we need to learn and practice it not only learn it but practice it that, right. that's the key i can give you all these things and tools and be like okay great it's a false sense of security. Yeah. Until you're actually out there and grinding it out, shooting it out or mm-hmm. whatever, mm-hmm. it's a false sense of security. Yeah. So. yeah. A lot of people buy firearms and they never touch them. Yeah. You know, exactly. they just, just have them. They think that just because it's there, it's going to magically make make yeah. things better but it no. doesn't you know and right. their excuse is well when it happens i'll i'll figure it out yeah. that's no. not the time <laughs> that's not how it works right. to figure out you how to how down, to get right. everything right. in and yeah. chamber it and oh, take the safety right. off mm-hmm. and not kill the next person or your yep. neighbor right. yeah, exactly. or the dog or grandpa mm-hmm. you know it's yeah, scary right. stuff people or don't understand this a lot of people think that just the mere presence of it is going to neutralize a situation not true right. exactly it could it escalates right it could absolutely if the other person is an aggressor and also has a firearm or also is closing in on you with a knife i mean yeah it's some real world sh- real world shit pretty much that right you right. can get into absolutely especially in this day and age with mm-hmm. everything going on out yeah. in the streets and the civil unrest and everything um is there a particular like what's the demographic of your group like young old um families single ladies what, what type of women join your group great question and i tell you it's the most diverse group you've ever met yeah i would say from 27 to 75 oh wow wow and i have a couple of 75 year olds mm-hmm. no less and wow. they're badass <laughs> they really are like Good, i wouldn't yeah. mess with them um <laughs> but you know what it, it every color every creed every sexual orientation mm-hmm. singles divorced widowed um people who broke up with a boyfriend that bought them mm. an arsenal that they never touched since the boyfriend mm. left and now they're like well what do i do mm-hmm. i don't want to yeah. go by myself right i don't want to be a burden on the range i don't mm-hmm. want to hurt anybody yeah, right. so if i go with a group of girls that are gonna like watch me and 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 show me the right way yeah then then that's the key right. you know that's a right. big deal every time like every time i go to the range i mean recently there seems to be tons of new gun owners and yeah. the guy next to me doesn't know how to unlock a shotgun slide i'm like can i just show you really quick this button right here right. and yeah. you know and then i'm standing next to him and you know i don't want to be put in a compromised situation or people muzzling me and Agreed. um yeah so Agreed. i think it is definitely important that if you are new you mm-hmm. do seek out some help i mean yeah. tr- professional training is, is the best option even a group of friends you know if you know somebody like you had in the beginning somebody who you know is into firearms and can show you just the ropes to get you started mm-hmm. and then you could seek that further training exactly. going forward yeah yeah there's no shame in asking for help no not you at know, all some of these some of these people at the range like you go you approach them to like 
try and show them the right way because they just it's very clear they have no idea oh, what they're yeah. doing and then they come off very standoffish yeah yeah you know and so i'm just like i don't want to get shot so i'm just gonna show you the safety right. levers right there <laughs> yeah. absolutely yeah. Yeah. Guy, that same guy was trying to rack a sega ak and he had the safety lever up so he was wondering why it wouldn't i'm like can i just, <laughs> yeah. can I just and then yeah. you put it on safe um right. so it just little things like that but things that you know especially with the age of the internet you would figure okay somebody goes out and buys a gun I mean, there's just the most basic information of, hey, a Mossberg 500, how do you unload it and load it? How do you unload it safely without yeah. shooting a hole in the ceiling? Right. Right. I mean, I, I would think that in today's day and age in 2020, it'd be pretty, you know, pretty easy to access that information. But mm-hmm. seeing it firsthand, yeah. it is definitely um, not, you know, the case. not the case. <laughs> no. And I'm sure you run into this all the time. I do. And, you know, the problem is, is that there is a lot of information on the online, yeah. but Sometimes it's not qualified no. information. God, no. yep. Oh my God. So you don't know who to listen to. So it's right. not like there's a Bible right. on gun instruction. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have all these gurus that we all like, oh, that's the, the, the word. That's the golden word. Mm-hmm. You know, listen, I, I look at everything in a practical nature. And I think that's what kind of sa- separates me from everybody else. Mm-hmm. Everybody goes very tactical and nothing against these tactical guys. Mm-hmm. You know, they're all like suited up, plated yeah. up. Ta- tactical. Yeah. Tactical. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. What? Which is ever if they, mm-hmm. that's what their that's thing is. Right. Uh, listen, yeah. more power to you, mm-hmm. great. But at the end of the day, you know my clientele is a woman in her house. She's watching her grandson. Mm-hmm. She's you know she's alone in her house right. and she's got a dog. You right. know, and she needs to protect herself. Yeah. And oftentimes women are more a victim of domestic violence and uh, sexual assaults, robberies than men. I mean, they the, the, the common criminal thinks, oh, a woman is going to be defenseless and unarmed. The man is out working. She's home alone. Well, mm-hmm. in your case, yeah. you ch- you show these women that, hey, you're not going to be that person. That's right. Um, I don't think, be a victim. Yeah, don't be a victim. There's no reason for that. No. And, you know, unfortunately, you see it often in the news where, you know, a, a woman is a victim of domestic violence and then the guy just gets out on bail and then, okay, I can't get a restraining order against yeah. him mm-hmm. or I have a restraining order, but what's that going to do? Yeah, these, these exactly. bail laws now with, you know, with oh, all this yeah. stuff, I mean... Murderers <laughs> walking free. Yeah, I, I was telling Taylor, I think we talked about it on a previous episode. I, I saw, you know, um, I saw people who have um, homicide, they're, they're like listed as homicide recidivists. Like, how the hell do you become a homicide recidivist? <laughs> He's a yeah, hobbyist. You, you, you kill somebody, like, that's it, right? You know, yeah. that's that's scary when you that's have... That's another thing you sent me to, the list of uh, bail reform. It was aggravated yeah. sexual assault was eligible. Or something, a stalking yeah. with sexual assault was, was right. eligible for bail for, or to be for released. For no, no bail. No so bail, you just that's get what it was, yes. You go to the bookings, you get... You get your court date and you go home. What's stopping these people from coming yeah. back? Stalking you know, there's with absolutely, sexual assault or yeah, something like it's, that. It's I'm scary. Paraphrasing. Right. It's scary. No, um, you're right. But I don't know if you guys know, but they give the information of like the do. girl's address they do. to the yeah. to yeah. the guy. Yeah. And now he has her yeah. information. Because legally, if she's getting a court order against him, it's one of those filing things right. where he has to see mm-hmm. where she lives. Yes. Otherwise, yes. he can't so, stay right. away. It's exactly. considered like discoverable material now for the defense. <sighs> right. And the defense can give that information to the perpetrator. It's like a backward slap. Yeah. It's... It's ridiculous. It's it's for, it's basically putting people in a position where they don't want to report crime. And agreed. I mean, that's that's scary too, you know. And to rehash it over and over and over and over right. again is exactly. is really ridiculous. Yeah. Like, get it out of the lady once and mm-hmm. leave her alone. Yeah. yeah. There's no reason for that. You no. Know, mm-hmm. 
thousand different questions here. Mm-hmm. Like, let's do it yeah. once and be done with it. Right. right. So it's it you know the demographic is great in my in my group, and mm-hmm. like I said, you know, it's every different even religions, you know, mm-hmm. everything, you know, and right. we're just so great, and yeah. it, it's it's such a uh, welcoming atmosphere. Something I would have never thought actually it would have grown into. Mm-hmm. Um, when I started it, right. I was like, oh, just we're gonna go shoot, you know, and I'll keep yeah. everybody safe. No, you know, like we do paint nights, we go out to barbecues, mm-hmm. oh, we cool. do right. Christmas parties, mm-hmm. uh, we'll go to Jake 58, you nice. know, and like yeah. party, you know, right. like we're like partiers, you know, right. so yeah. it's great. Right. Um, and, you know, it's different. Definitely yeah. a different sure. doesn't definitely It definitely doesn't fit the stereotypical image. Um, yeah. And that's one thing when you said, when you talked about how you started She Trains You, I think it kind of, not, not for the pun here, but I think it kind of disarms a lot of people to where it's not an intimidating thing where they don't have some guy, especially women, but they don't have some kind of tactical guy a tactical mm-hmm. guy you know, exactly it, 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 it kind of brings yeah. it down to their level it relates yeah. to them more it's even in a family scenario yeah. I mean True. you know you go to the range a lot of time you see some guy and he's like doing his thing and operating quote mm-hmm. and uh, mm-hmm. I'm like alright you know cool like whatever yeah. that's not me I'm not yeah. that person right. mm-hmm. to me I'm the more basic keep it simple exactly. practical you know, real world advice. You're yeah. not clearing um, a compound with five of your buddies. <laughs> right. exactly. This isn't Iraq. And you know, I know people. I know <laughs> people yeah, that exactly. do that, and right. they're good at it. And cool, that's right. what they do. Mm-hmm. And, you know, military, law enforcement type people. That's their job. Cool, mm-hmm. awesome. You you get that training, and maybe I could take some advice from you from time to time. Right. But um, yeah. I mean, it's nice that that there's a female trainer who's who's willing to train other women and guys. You know, well, yeah, but sure. you know, to 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 be able to. Like you were saying, everybody be on the same level. I mean, you know, you you would obviously understand the female perspective more than we would. Of you know course. what I mean? So I, I think that also helps facilitate women getting involved in the shooting sports and self defense. Agreed. Because you you would understand them, they understand you, and and, and that you know. Right. So I took I take my wife to the range occasionally. She does enjoy going. She's five foot nothing, mm-hmm. and some of the guns that I have, I collect a lot of yeah. older military firearms like surplus. They're very big and very heavy for her. Um, now getting into kind of how the laws, we were talking how New York laws kind of negatively impact women. Um, you know, if I, for example, have an AR-15 and I want to have an adjustable stock on it so her and I can shoot it. Right. You can't do that. Nope. Yeah. Nope. And it's really, you know, I... It's ridiculous. It really is. I don't is. even understand it. I know. Yeah. It's so dangerous that two people of different statures can, can shoot the same firearm. <laughs> I don't understand I know. I know. Trust me. So, you know, I... It really is shocking. It really limits her yeah. on some of the guns that she can shoot. And I yeah. joke around. I handed her one of my AKs once and she's like, oh, it's so heavy. I'm like, listen, child soldiers in Africa shoot this all the time. You can too. Like, let's... Yeah. let's you know, I, I right. joke, but right. um, I think um, the way that kind of women come to farms, they see, oh, it's this kind of big, heavy, masculine thing. Um, were there perceptions, certain perceptions that new uh, members had coming into your group or your, your organization? Did they have these kind of preconceived notions or, you know, certain things they were told perhaps yeah, one of the about questions, firearms? Yeah, one of the questions we have is like, do you see a certain perspective of, of somebody coming in versus once they actually get sat down, you talk about it, they kind of they get familiar with a firearm and self-defense and then what's their, you know, going Absolutely. forward, what's their, you know, point of view. Of course. So when they first come in, they're completely white. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. And they looks like the soul like left their ears. I swear. Like I almost look at them like, are you okay? Like it's almost like a deer in headlights look. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, Do are you, you okay? Your soda or something, you yeah. Know? You know, and Delicious listen, I'm, I'm obviously very personal, mm-hmm. you know, and I'm very like easy and I'm very, uh, off the cuff, mm-hmm. you know, and I like to keep it light, you know, but you know, at the end of the day, we have to we have to be serious when things are serious. Yes. But 
my point is, is that before women even go to the range, okay, in my club, they'll come in, I give them a free meeting, basically. They come to, um, I, I meet like at a, like at a VFW hall, per mm-hmm. se. And it's like a two hour meeting. They get it for free. They come in and they listen to me and whatever. They, they check out all the ladies. If they like it, that's great. And they join us. So what happens is before they go to the range, they have to come to a catch up meeting, basically. Mm-hmm. And I have it at my house because I have to show them all my firearms and I have to go right. through everything. Okay. Yeah, and it'd be logistically kind of a pain in the ass to bring everything someplace and expensive that might not allow, yeah and expensive that might not allow firearms for example yeah. exactly um, so every member in my club has been to my home mm-hmm. which i don't care it's like a right. clubhouse yeah, i really right, really right. don't care i'm like that it's cool mm-hmm. but um so before they even get into the range i give them a, a literally a four hour catch-up class oh, yeah. so it gets every member i'm not saying like all the elevated trainings that i've done i'm just talking about the basics like the basic toolbox you know four laws of safety mm-hmm. um how to load unload you know how you know range commands range etiquette uh how the gun operates how the ammo operates stance trigger control sight picture sight alignment all that stuff i go mm-hmm. over every single stitch of that so that when you go to the range, you're not like a lost sheep. Right. Mm-hmm. And not like I want to babysit anybody, and that's not the point. But I don't have to like hold your hand the whole time. Right. Okay. <clears throat> I can have some of my other team. I have a full um, female range safety officer certified team that I would like put with them and or put them at a point or whatever right. and work with them one on one so that everybody is safe. And then I could still teach and not kind of be like stuck with one one newbie. You know. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, I get like between eight and 10 to start like a month. It's been ever since this pandemic started, oh, yeah. it started really like doubling and tripling. Yeah. Um, so that, so that's that. So once I, once they leave the, um, catch up class, you could see the, the whole, like the color comes back to their face. Mm. The soul starts coming back in, <laughs> you know, they're actually laughing and interacting yeah. and you could tell, you know, they're much easier. Then when we get to the range again, white, white ghost, you know, once we get over the first couple of shots, they're like, that's it? I'm like, because mm-hmm. I started with a 22, you know, yeah, I remember right. I like overwhelm them. Mm-hmm. Like, that's it. I'm like, that's it. Yeah. You know, it's like a little tiny poop, you know, yeah. and that's it. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> and yep. then you're good. There's not even recoil. Right. You know, I said 12 year olds yeah. shoot these. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Um, I've seen three, four year olds shoot 22. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So it, it's all in your head. It's mm-hmm. a stigma. It's right. not going to blow up in your purse. Right. You know, mm-hmm. we need to understand that you are the safety. Right. Okay. Oh, that's the big one. Yeah. doesn't even matter if you have 10 safeties on your gun. Mm-hmm. You are the safety. Yes. And that's at the end of the day. It's called trigger discipline. Yep. Right. <laughs> yep. No, that's the big one. And a lot of like guns that I bring in, um, older firearms, one of them is the SKS where the mm-hmm. safety is right next to the trigger. Oh, that's fine. So <laughs> it's, yeah. So I tell people, I'm like, listen, you have to put your finger near the trigger and flip down. It's like, you're going to, you know, just keep, Be just careful. grab it. And I just say, just grab it and just kind of move it. Or sometimes I say, look, this is an older gun. We're going to like act like it doesn't have a safety mm-hmm. and we're just going to keep it unloaded and, you know, follow the four rules and right. keep it mm-hmm. pointed. And I've never had a problem yeah. because, like you said, you are the safety. That's right. um, especially dealing with older firearms where sometimes the ammunition doesn't go bang and you right. have right. to hang fire and it's like shooting a musket yeah. and keep the gun pointed safe for 10 right. seconds right. and then, okay, right. then we can unload and see what happened. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, I, you know, I carry, I carry a Glock on duty, off duty. And, um, you know, people ask me all the time, like, well, where's the safety on a Glock? Like there, there is no safety on a Glock. You, you know, exactly. Safe. You're the safety. It's between, it's between your ears, you That's know, it's right. your brain and, and, and your you know, finger. exactly. <laughs> yeah. Proper trigger discipline and all that. 
it's just all about being aware of what you're doing. It's true. You know, true. so I had another instructor I was kind of working with for a minute, and you know, his, his style was completely different from mine. Very mm-hmm. like cowboyish. Yeah. And like we would go to the range with like somebody, and we would just kind of like working with this guy. It wasn't like it was like kind of an offshoot training. We weren't wasn't official. But we were working with a timer, mm. you know, pulling from the holster, right. presenting and, and doing the shot. And, you know, I was doing it at the two second mark, you know, which is kind of normal. I'm mm-hmm. not a fast shooter, but no. I'm an accurate shooter. I'm not, yeah. I'm not like dead act. I'm not like a sniper, mm-hmm. but I'm pretty accurate. Real like, world, I, I know. you'll hit somebody at a distance, smooth as fast. I know I'm going to hit. I might, yeah. not, might not be in the eye, but it'll be in the face. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay. But... You know, the way he was doing it, he was being like a cowboy. He was whipping it out. Yeah. Like, he's, whipping, he's whipping it out. <laughs> and, you know. <clears throat> whipping what out? Exactly. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. It should have been at that yeah. point. Yeah. Um, I was saying, how far can you pee? <laughs> yeah. So, you know, he whipped it out and he, was, he wasn't even hitting paper. Mm-hmm. Like, he yeah. really was just going right, for right. fast. And yep. I said, you know what? At the end of the day, it isn't about being fast. Right. It's about being accurate. Yep. Yes, fast is great. But mm-hmm. you don't get fast until you're accurate. Right. So be accurate first and then yep. work on fast. Mm-hmm. And, it, and if you skip that you're going to be unsafe oh yeah, yeah no that's like when we go to the range and you practice your draws and you're presenting exactly. yeah. you do that all the time well, and I just stand the, there and I watch the, I'm like okay the qualifiers <laughs> for a lot of police departments is you're standing in one spot you're shooting not under stress or anything like that so it's important for me when I go I do you know I bring my whole duty belt and everything and I do draw fire exercise yeah like, draw two two rounds draw two rounds good. you know just just to get into that muscle memory and i'm, I'm pretty good with i mean i'm yeah. pretty good at it and I'm, even the rso is coming by and, and showing you know different like things you yeah. can do like yeah. you know pull up and then push right. out mm-hmm. and, I'm, right. I'm very mechanical with yeah. my draw right yeah. which you have to be mm-hmm. because if you don't keep a mechanical that's where we yeah. come into problems right. right um you know i had was working with a peace officer a woman mm-hmm. and uh you know she had like minimal training yep. and i'm so surprised like she has to put her life on the line yeah. for the very, courts a lot of very, there's a very little training yeah. very little and it really shocked me and mm-hmm. i'm like wow you know like and just the way she was working i was like wow you know she was even rushing into the holster which yeah. you never do no. you right. never rush you can rush out all yeah. day long right but you can't rush in because that's right. where you could accidentally shoot yourself and you know depending on the type of holster something could get a shirt can get jammed up in there and press the trigger yeah a um, chapstick yeah. can fall in the, whatever yeah. you know it yeah. you look in there and yeah. make sure that it's clear yeah, there's yeah. no obstruction right absolutely yeah. there's no reason to rush back in this mm-hmm. isn't a race right you know so you know we go over practical things like that and mm-hmm. then I, that's what i think really separates me from the men from the boys <laughs> uh really though is because you know they look at it very tactically and i'm looking at it more practically yeah. Where like a woman's in her house, that gun needs to be near her. Yeah. Okay, it can't like it's all. If I'm, these are the couple of rooms that I'm in all the time. I'm in the living room. Mm-hmm. I'm in my bedroom. I'm in the bathroom. Yeah. Those are my three. You know, maybe yeah. kitchen. Yeah. Maybe. Right. But those are those. Those are the main rooms in a house that people right. sit in. Those are the rooms you need to have your firearms yeah. in. Yeah. Yeah. And they need to be. I don't want to say chambered because sometimes people have problems where if they drop it, it can go off. Mm-hmm. But. You know, at least have the magazine loaded yeah. and inserted. Like, yeah. let's just at least have that happening right. because the, obviously the second you chamber it, it's going to be a live firearm. Right. But people just, they even keep the mag unloaded. just blows my mind. I'm like, yeah. you think yeah. that the guy, yeah. hold on one second. Yeah, hold on. Let me one, load two, up. Three, right. four, I got to put it in. I got to I got to load and mm-hmm. make ready. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then I have to present yeah. to you, get my side alignment, side picture. Right. Yeah. You're crazy. Yeah, especially right. under pressure, you start to lose function in your fingers, Absolutely. and you really—I mean, you really just talk, like when we, you know, when when I went through my academy and they trained us, you know, um, they were talking about you know how to reload and and how to rack the slide, and they were very 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 specific about putting.
putting you know your whole hand over the slide mm-hmm. and racking it because instead of using like you know the the the, 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 slide, thumb, the thumb lever yeah because mm-hmm. um, people were asking oh why don't we use the thumb lever it's like well when you're under stress and you're reloading and you're getting shot at you you lose a lot of motor skills just right. putting your Dexterity. hand over over yeah putting your mm-hmm. hand over the slide and just racking it you know that's a- anyone can do that under pressure, you know. So. Right. It's more tactile than a yeah, button. Yeah. Right. It makes yeah. sense. Right. But you know what? At the end of the day, it's like, I don't know. It's like half dozen of another, you know what yeah, I mean? Right. And, oh, yeah. and, and it, it's it's almost scary where it's like some, it's all these schools of thought. Mm-hmm. Let's lock it all up. No. Yeah. It's like, everyone's situation is different. Also, in an episode, <laughs> we talk about safes and gun storage and things like that. And how, depending on your living situation, you could have a loaded gun on the wall and nothing's going to happen. Absolutely. Or if you have kids. Right. You know, that changes how you make ready firearms. You know, if you have a secure container with, like, let's just say a quick access, like a little safe under the bed, where you can keep a loaded and chambered firearm, but it's right. locked away and nobody's going to touch it. Exactly. Um, is that something that you do talk to women about? Like you said, like having a firearm ready, you know, in different rooms, safe storage. These are things you go over with them as well? Absolutely. Okay. So every month we go over different topics. Okay. Uh, so we do two hours. Uh, within those two hours, we'll do like, so last month we did close quarter battle. Mm. So like basically if someone's going to come in and grab the rifle from you, oh, yeah. mm. how do you get out? Like, what do you do? Yeah. yeah. So what I taught them was it's called like the clamp method or the core method where you put it under your arm, mm-hmm. you know, you step back and then you push forward with the muzzle into mm-hmm. the stomach or the face or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then you can still come in with the, with the butt. That's you know, why I always get it fix my bayonets. You know. <laughs> That's totally New York legal, by the way. Well, on, on a Mosin. <laughs> yeah. That's KS bayonet oh, flips there out. Yeah. There you go. Like I said, I like the older stuff. Yeah, exactly. That's the way to go. That's why yeah. my, my M91 with the big bayonet, you know, yeah. it's like six Jeez. feet tall. It's so funny. We, we, we were talking about um, Biden's gun control policies oh, and yeah. how they want to oh, ban Jesus. weapons of war and all mm-hmm. this stuff. And we're talking, we're like, like real weapons of war, like Mosin the guns, SKSs, things that are like totally 100% legal in New York State. Right. Yeah. You know, it's just another way to say assault rifle, yeah, you know, the big new... and bad. Yeah. And that's another but... problem. They don't even know, what, like, just like we were talking before with the full, with the uh, adjustable the, yeah, stock. Adjustable yeah. stock yeah. How does that make a firearm right. any less or more lethal right. Right. Exactly. By, by assuming to make, why? Because I got to make it a little smaller? Right. Yeah. Big deal. Like, exactly. that makes absolutely yeah. no sense. If you still have the specifications on the gun, mm-hmm. who cares about the back? Yeah. I showed um I showed Stevie um a picture of a um mini a mini 14. fourteen with the factory wooden stock. Oh, I love and it. Then, Just uh, shot one and of those. And then a mini fourteen with you know the tactic cool stuff on. I said, mm-hmm. Steve, you know which which one is more dangerous? And just to preface, and, Steve doesn't know anything. He doesn't about know anything guns. about guns. He yeah. didn't. You know. <laughs> it's like- yeah, he knows yeah. nothing. So I showed him the two pictures, and he was like, oh, well, the one with the pistol grip, obviously, and the bigger magazine is way more dangerous. And I was like, well, it's the same gun. He, yeah. Holy shit, really? Like, That's he had no really idea. funny yeah. that you say that, because I had the same conversation with my board of directors, no less. Mm-hmm. And they're like, yeah, well, you know, it just looks cooler. I'm like, yeah, but looking cooler and doing the right. same thing doesn't mean that it works differently. Right. It's still the same thing. It's still the same bullet. Yep, okay? exactly. And people are like, well... You know, what are we banning here? Because a nine millimeter can go in a pistol and mm-hmm. can also go into yes, a rifle. Yeah, so, is, what are we banning? Exactly. Yeah. Makes no sense. Five, to five, me. six can go in a, in a mini 14 or it could go in an AR. You know, yeah. a 7639 right. could go in an AK or an SKS. Yeah. Right. It's like the, the bullet goes in a mini 14, it's suddenly less dangerous with the totally. wooden stock than if you put it into a, an AR, you know? It's right. Like it just doesn't make any sense. We have sense. a lot Absolutely. of satire we talk about that. You know, it, it kind of jokingly, but just kind of like, because we're just kind of like, sick oh, of it. Yeah, just sick of it. I am. Yeah. Um, one thing I was going <laughs> to ask yeah. is, yeah, you, no, you, you just mentioned how even your board of directors had kind of like, I wouldn't say a misconception, mm-hmm. but um, do you find that a lot of the, 
the the women in your group let's did they maybe fall into the narrative of let's just say the moms demand gun control or gun sense in america did they yeah were they were they very much for gun control until learning about guns and stuff like that and then they were kind of like now that they've learned about you know maybe some things that are said on the news and the Mm -hmm. media they've seen on facebook instagram versus now what they've learned you know does that kind of change their thinking definitely um i would definitely say about 85 percent of my Mm. members for one don't even have a rifle even still to this day they Mm -hmm. just want to learn which i think is commendable that someone's going to put that much training into themselves and not even own a Mm -hmm. firearm okay they use my firearm but still they're like well i'm you know when i feel ready i will buy one okay not a problem i'm cool with that and you know what i commend you for that Mm -hmm. because you're not like i need it now you know in this world anyway but you're right um most of them are like you know, not that they were against guns, I yeah. want to say, but they were just like, mm, not for me, you know, right. not in my family. I don't think it's necessary mm-hmm. now. Total flipping script. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And it's unfortunate because they kind of screwed all of the gun owners. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because, and, and sometimes I don't want to say I get annoyed, but I kind of mm-hmm. get annoyed Yeah. because now I'm paying literally with my dollars <laughs> a lot extra mm-hmm. than I should ever pay oh, yeah. because these people were way late to the game. Yeah, right. Rushing and, out and paying mm-hmm. for guns and ammo and justifying these stores that are overcharging people um, on these firearms and ammunition. Exactly. And that right there was like... Oh, man. I bitch about that all the time to John. Yeah. I show him screenshots of certain... Up- we don't like to name stores. I know. And, yeah. and I know what you're saying. Yes. Yeah. There's, yeah. there's a couple yeah. if, if you know, you know. I know. Yes. Um, I know. Yes. And yeah. it, it's right. one of those things where I'm just like, I don't know how people can, can justify this. Mm-hmm. Especially, you know, a lot of new guns. Like I said, every time I go to the range, it's like I'm standing yeah. next to somebody who I know. I can see is new. The stickers are still on the guns. Yeah. Right. And, you know, it's just... It just kind of, it just kind of gets me really aggravated seeing right. that. And I could bitch and vent all day, but what is it going to change? Right. Really, the only thing that's going <laughs> to change is people getting the knowledge to know, hey, I'm going to do this at my own pace. You know what? I should have done this a long time ago, but maybe, uh, maybe now is not the best time to buy one. But I'm definitely going to get some information. I'm definitely going to get some training on this. Yeah. Exactly. Um, so that way, when the time comes, when things hopefully kind of cool down a little bit, mm-hmm. I'll be ready. Exactly. Yeah, I think it's great that people can come in, into your organization, use your firearms, so they oh, don't yeah. have to That's commit to something. Thing. They oh, can, yeah. because you know, I mean, if if you're not like a gun person, you don't know gun people. Right. Who, how are you going to get your hands on a That's, gun to try? Absolutely. You know, so. And that was the biggest thing because if you go to a gun store and you guys rent firearms, mm-hmm. it's an arm and a leg. It is. Yeah. Okay. And Especially you have to here. Shoot, right. Yeah. You have to shoot their ammo. Right. Which their is also ammo, inflated. Right. Right. Really and then good. you shoot it in 10 minutes. Yeah. And then you go, okay, what do I do for the next 15 minutes? And they go, give me right. more money me for more ammo. Money. Yeah. Right. Or people right. get another gun and I'm yeah. going to charge you again. Yeah. So it comes with the clubs, right. which is a great uh, perk. Um, but uh, I had another uh, point to that. That. Um, well, one thing I was going to add, I don't mean yeah. to interrupt this, no, no, in okay. New York I especially, I don't have a handgun permit. I'm, 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 I actually have the paperwork in my car. I'm going to start filling it out in mm. Nassau County. But that's another thing. If I want to even just get information on a handgun, I can't go to a gun store and be like, hey, can I check out that gun? I'm getting a permit. They won't let you touch it yeah. because of New York State law. Correct. Mm-hmm. And I think for a lot of women, one point I, I had made previous to this when we were talking was, let's just say a woman in particular wants to get a handgun for self-defense. The eight-month process. If they have, they can't even get a carry permit Without going through, I mean, on Long Island, it's it's basically forget about it. I mean, unless you basically show 
the officers at B, this guy is threatening my life, constant threats, even then they could deny you. Mm-hmm. So in that meantime of eight to months to a year, you know, what what's a woman to do? I mean, you could go out and buy a shotgun, but you can't take that with you certain places, you exactly. know? Yeah. Um, I think it's actual hindrance to a lot of people in Agreed. New York to, number one, gun safety, to where they won't know how to handle a handgun or let alone a firearm to begin with. Um, I think it's a hindrance to safety for women because mm-hmm. a lot of times, like you said, well, like, you know, it's kind of shown that women are unjustly, you know, disproportionately affected by domestic violence. And of course. Um, they don't issue permits in an expedited, yeah. in a, actually not even expedited, just in a normal manner. Uh, you're right. You yeah. know, you're right. Can I, can I yeah. mention to that is that I work with a lot of real estate agents. Oh, yeah. That's okay? a big one. Oh, my God. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. So oh. they. I watch a lot of the first 48. Are norm- <laughs> I mean, normally very pretty ladies. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. And they put their face on the right. front of a house, mm-hmm. you know, with their phone number on it. Mm-hmm. And just an to give you an house. example. Exactly. <clears throat> my realtor, uh, she got a call and um, the guy's like, hey. I'm in the neighborhood. Can you come? Can you come by? I'm like ten minutes away. She's like, absolutely. I'll be right over. Didn't tell anybody. Not that mm-hmm. anything happened. Right. But if something were to happen, mm-hmm. they wouldn't have known anything. Yeah. So I, because we're such a rush for money in yeah. this world, and I understand we're on Long Island. This is the hustle. I get it. Yeah. But we have to slow it down a bit. Right. Like yeah. we have to understand that our safety needs to come first, mm, yeah. and that's not safe. Yeah. Okay. And like you were talking about being vulnerable, they know that we're vulnerable yeah, here. Right. That we don't have firearms. Right. Okay. So this is why I work with other weapons okay mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i don't like to call a firearm a weapon because it's yeah. not okay it's a firearm mm-hmm. a weapon is a weapon like anything could be a weapon it's how you right? use it right exactly yeah. so i have weapons like ta- uh not tasers um stun guns mm-hmm. pepper spray tactical pens and i'm not saying these are the end all be all right but again it There's comes something. along with right it comes along with practice okay you can't just buy these again right. full sense of security right. that you're gonna have a, 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 a stun gun yeah. and that something's gonna happen you have to know how to use it exactly yeah. so me and my wife we, we do a lot of online trainings and mm-hmm. stuff and I literally took the stun gun and we stun gunned each other yeah. we really did that's yeah. funny how does it feel how does it hurt <laughs> Yes. Discomforting. <laughs> yes, it hurt. I'm gonna get one. We're gonna... <laughs> You're gonna meet the one person who's yeah, gonna yeah. really like it, yeah. and then it's gonna be kind of a problem. Yeah, I was gonna say. Yeah, I like stun, this. Stun yeah. Yeah, exactly. So what happens Five. is, and how you feel is, it literally feels like. Has anybody ever been electrocuted before? Yes. Yeah. It's like an electrocution. Mm-hmm. I have actually, so that's why I'm comparing it to yeah. it. Where your whole, all your muscles literally spasm, mm. and um, then the burn comes from the actual touching. Of it. So okay. that's kind of what it feels like. But right. you have to get them in a good spot. Like yeah, you can't right, go through. Yeah. I mean, you could, right. but it's not as effective. No, not, yeah. So you get like the bare spots, you right. know, like the face and neck, right. you know, mm-hmm. the, anywhere like that. Even the arms or right, the right. inner thigh by the, the crotch, yeah. you know. Yeah. Um, you know sensitive areas. Absolutely. Trying to do something to you. Right. And believe me, they're going to stop. But yeah. again, you know, so realtors, you know, what they do is they set themselves up for success where they're walking in an empty house and they'll put these yeah. items in in, in right. certain rooms sure. you know and then if they need to it's there they'll open doors or That's whatever really good. I didn't, I didn't they'll know their exits yeah. Yeah. you know stuff yeah. like that they also another tip don't ever park in the driveway because mm. now you're going to get blocked in yeah. oh. so if you park down the block at least you have a chance to run away sure. also they don't know what your car looks like now right. they don't mm-hmm. know your license plate number yeah. so we have to be proactive right. okay? I never yeah, it, it's it's crazy. I hate to say it, it's because yeah. you're not a woman. No, I, yeah. well that's, that's <laughs> I hate to say exactly, it. but that's yeah, why it's, it's so truth. great that like like I said before, you understand a different perspective than what we would what, exactly. we, what we even realize. Like I would never even it never even crossed my mind that 
you're right. If you're if you're a real estate agent, like you, there's a whole nother set of circumstances that you have to think about. And these are things that just seem like common everyday things. Like you're just going to work, you're just showing a house, but it really could go wrong. That's really, right. Really, you can really go quick. in and never come back out. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's yes. there scary. Is recorded cases scary of that. shit. Oh yeah, for <laughs> now, sure. Now, um, one thing I also wanted to mention: you being a member of the gay community, how do you th- how do you feel that firearms can benefit that? Because to be honest, the way I kind of see things a lot in the media and the way things are portrayed that generally the, the gay community might be against firearms or they're very, let's just say, progressive to where they might buy into some of the more gun control that is kind of spewed by politicians. I mean, what's your take on that? I mean, I can't really talk for the whole gay community. No, of course. <laughs> for the I whole gay community. Right. Of course. But, you know, for what I see is, you know, uh, mostly, I want to say more gay men mm-hmm. are really trying to get their safety in check mm-hmm. because okay. they are really the ones getting more attacked. And I would mm-hmm. say lesbians or mm-hmm. even trans, you yeah. know, trans are really yeah, getting community. more attacked because yeah. they're the ones, you know, that are just aren't accepted more. Yeah, you know, right. lesbians, right. unfortunately, are, right. you know, more accepted. More in, in, right. Or, right. Or I would say more accepted, not even mainstream, <laughs> but more accepted because, you know, we're pretty, you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, you know, gotcha. just not too burly men, you know right, what I'm saying? Right. Or whatever. Right. So, you know, I can't speak for everybody, but. You know, I do see that, you know, there is a need, you know, to get trained and, mm-hmm. and regardless of your gender or, or, uh, sexual orientation right. mm-hmm. or color or age, you know, I, I prove it every day. I have 75 year olds that are shooting, right. um, and they're not shooting 22s. Right. Okay. They're shooting nine millimeters mm-hmm. and two, two threes. Okay. Yeah. They, they can hold their own. Yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, I'm, they're not sitting there being, you know, miss martial art, but you know, they take what I say and they practice it. Mm-hmm. You know, I see them at home doing it, you know, yeah. or they'll contact me and be like, how do I do this? Or, you know, and I'm literally like a 24-hour instructor, uh, mm-hmm. you know, to any of these ladies. Right. And what I also offer, which is very unique, is that <clears throat> when you go to the gun store, which obviously now is not the right climate because yeah. you don't really <laughs> right. have a lot of choices. Yeah. Right. But before this all happened, it was really like women were getting taken advantage of. Oh, yeah. And that's where I kind of made this group is because it happened to me. I walked in with my wife. We were new shooters. Besides the shotgun story, <clears throat> you know, it's like Oprah. You know, you get a shotgun and you get a shotgun. <laughs> yeah, right. You know? But um, besides that, when we got to our handgun, we're like, hi, you know, we're women. We have small hands. We want a small gun. Mm-hmm. So we got the tiniest ass gun you ever yeah, saw. Right. And to be honest, was it, it colored had... or pink or purple? Thankfully, no, because okay. I'm not that. And neither is my wife, thankfully. But <laughs> well, there are they, girls out they there they that do that. a lot on women. They do. Yeah. And they're and crap. And I know bullshit. they are. Yeah. It, and, and I and I say beware of pink. Right. Okay. Yeah. First of all, mm-hmm. that's a big warning of mine. Right, Absolutely. Yeah. No, you're right. But when I went in there, I said, you know, we you know we're, we want a small handgun. So I get this small handgun, and I go to the range, and I couldn't even hold it. Mm-hmm. It was had so much recoil to it. Yep. So as I was saying yep. before, oh, what yeah. I wanted to bring up about mm-hmm. the misconceptions here is that oh, okay, you get a small handgun because I'm a small woman. That just makes sense. Yeah. It doesn't right, because yeah. what happens is there's just so much recoil in yeah. that gun. There's not a lot of real estate on right, it. Right. So, and, yeah. right. And even though if you have small hands, you really got to hold that sucker. Right, right. Okay. Yep. Mm-hmm. I have very strong hands because I just, I've, I've worked with hammers for like, you know, over a decade. So I have really, really strong hands. Right. But not everybody has strong hands like mm-hmm. me. So anybody else that would have brought that gun to the range as their first time, mm-hmm. they probably would have gave up yeah. because it was really intimidating. Yeah. The thing almost jumped out of my hand yep. and I'm like, holy crap, right. this thing's like a pony, you know? Right. 
And when I describe that to my other like women shooters, when we're like working on handguns, because we let them try, because everybody comes in, they all have different handguns. We all Mm -hmm. try each other's handguns. So, oh, I like that one. I like this one. It's also cheaper too. You know, you don't have to go and rent them. Exactly. So, and that's another great thing too. Not every person does that. They don't let people just touch their guns. That's a big deal. Especially in Long Island in New York. I mean, it's, it's like I said, I can't even touch John's gun. We had an episode about Glocks and they Mm. were on the table. I couldn't touch them technically by the, the letter of the law. Yeah. Right. So, yeah. absolutely. So, it, it was just such a good thing to have that. And um, you know, as I got more trained, mm-hmm. I realized, oh, a real normal size pistol. Yeah. I'll be able to control better. Right. Yes. And yeah. they were absolutely right. I even got a. It, the original one was a subcomp compact. It was mm-hmm. a Ruger LC9S Pro. If you're familiar, very very tiny yeah. subcompact. Yeah. Single stack. Nine millimeter yeah. single yeah. stack exactly. So I went up to a Springfield Armory XD uh, nine. Mod two, okay. which is still a subcompact, right? But it's it's almost like double the size. Right. It's, it's it actually looks almost like a full size. Yeah. So when I put that in my hand, I'm like, all right, now we're talking. And right. I tell you, the recoil difference is is like out of this world. Right. Yeah. So mm-hmm. it just goes to show that when I went in there and we bought those two handguns, those handguns were discontinued one week later. Mm. So it just goes to show that they yep. kind of just cleared their yep. inventory yep. with us. Mm-hmm. And that's not fair just no. because we yeah. didn't know. Exactly. So I always provide to women that they get, um, just by appointment only, you yeah. contact me, we make an appointment, I meet you at the gun store, mm-hmm. and we go at it together. Yeah, right. that's really cool. Yeah. So that, hey, can you operate the slide? Yep. Can you drop the magazine with, with your dominant hand thumb yep. only? Mm-hmm. Can you... Um, operate the slide lock yeah. button. Mm-hmm. You know, and can you operate it and make that chamber open? Right. If you can't do any of that, that's not the gun for you. Mm-hmm. Especially okay? with older people, they might not have the hand strength. To exactly. Be able to do right. That. And then they go, well, now I want a revolver, and I say, okay, well, let's talk about that for yeah. a second, okay? Because as much as I love semi-autos, and I do. Mm-hmm. Revolvers has its own set of ups and downs. Yep. Okay. Yes. Always loaded. Great. Yeah. Two, it has the longest trigger pull mm-hmm. you'll ever have in your life unless mm-hmm. you do it in single the... Action. Exactly, yeah. unless you do it in a single action. And then if you do a single action and then a double action, it's not going to be the same trigger pull. Yeah, exactly. So therefore, we're going to have different recoil reaction. Yeah. So that's a whole nother level right. of training. Right. There's pros and cons to yeah. everything. Agreed, everything, agreed. Right. And yeah. even when we go to like a hammer strike uh, pistol with mm-hmm. like the decocker mm-hmm. versus uh, an internal strike. Like okay. Or right. Like, yeah, like a you know, there's another level of training with that because mm-hmm. you have to operate all these other things unless you're c- carrying it locked and cocked. Right. Um, then, you know, you have to do all these steps. And people are like, well, I need 10 safeties. And then again, we mm-hmm. go back to right. you are the safety. Yeah. I okay. find that right. once, pe- like, because people, I, I take some friends to the range, my wife's friends to the range who want to go shooting her family. And I find that people, a lot of times when they say, like people who say, oh, you know, we need more safeties. And it's fine. It's like, you really don't. You like, don't. Uh, like I said, so on some of the older guns, I not to say I disregard the safety, but to a new shooter, it's more of a hazard than just to learn the basics. Like in a Mosin Nagant, like the safety is the striker that you have to pull back and rotate. Mm. If that slips and let's just say there's a live run, you know, you could, I mean, it could happen, but I don't even want to mess with that. If the bolt's open and there's nothing in it, the gun's safe. So I find that the more people kind of get used to shooting, they might find that, oh, I thought this was going to work for me, but this actually is a better option. Or I don't mind dealing with a decocker because I can't rack a slide. You know, I can't unload a gun to make it safe. I could decock it and it's safe. Right. So that's that's really important. Application for sure. Oh, yeah. For sure. I also want to make a point. Yesterday, matter of fact, when I was leaving the range, um, a woman stopped me in the Mm -hmm. hallway. Mm -hmm. And she goes, you know... 
I can't get myself to shoot it. I didn't even say a word to this lady. She's just like, that's literally the first word out of her mouth. Yeah. I said, okay, what's going on? So she, she points inside and it's a guy who's her neighbor who took, you know, him, her husband and another couple to go shoot. And she was outside. The, the There was a, a lady in there, a man, and then another uh, man. Mm-hmm. And uh, I said, well, I can just tell you right now from your demeanor, I could tell that you're not comfortable, hmm. okay? And the reason why I know that is because you would be in there right now shooting away and having the time of your life right. mm-hmm. if you really understood how this works. Mm-hmm. And I said, did he go over how the operation of the firearm actually works? And she's like, no. And I'm like thinking to myself, you know, this guy, I'm, I said, no offense. I said, no yeah. offense. I know this guy is trying to do the right thing. Mm-hmm. He's trying to be great to you and this and that. I said, but at the end of the day, there's a difference between a friend bringing you to the range and an actual qualified instructor. Yeah. Right. Okay. I said, did he even go over the four safety laws? And actually, I was shocked. He did. He, he got two, I think, out of the four, which in my book is actually pretty good. Mm-hmm. Uh, but regardless, I said, it's a 22 they were shooting. Yeah. So I said, there's no reason, you know, that you should be intimidated. And then she goes, well, the guy next door is shooting a nine millimeter and it's really loud. Mm-hmm. And I was like, well, there's another problem. That's yeah. why I shoot privately right, because right. I take you out of that element yeah. where just like you guys were saying, you got these people on the side of you right. that know nothing mm-hmm. and yeah. you know they know nothing. Right. That's the scariest shit yep. you ever yes. saw. <laughs> and if anybody <laughs> I know. ever went to the yeah. Nassau range, yep. okay, you can be witness and every one of those bays yeah. oh. have bullet mm-hmm. holes we, all over them. I mean, have you ever been to Calverton? Yeah. I have. Yeah. Yeah. That's where we that go. is where That's the where Cowboys play. Yes. Okay. I get it. Yes. But it's so dangerous that if you look at the glass behind you, okay, Mm -hmm. the opposite end of where the bullet trap is, there's bullet holes through the glass, okay? And that's scary. There's no reason why a bullet should be going that way. way. Right. So, you know, at the end of the day, you know, it is about safety. (laughs) You know, I literally, you do not touch a gun. If I do privately, you don't touch a gun for an hour. Until yeah. I literally go right. through every single thing I have to go through. Then we go over the theories nice. and apply them. Yeah, that's oh, very important. Yeah. If, if, for someone to walk in there and say, here you go. Mm-hmm. No. Right. Yeah, this is Especially to a woman. Yeah. yeah. Oh, right. Oh, no, no, no. Yeah. Men want to blow shit up. Okay. Right. Women want to know how does it work? Mm-hmm. How does it, how is it live? Mm-hmm. Is it going to blow up? Mm-hmm. You know, and I also tell people, if I took a piece of ammo, okay, any kind of ammo, and yeah. I threw it into a bonfire, should right. go pop. Yep. It's not going to go anywhere. Right. It goes somewhere because of the rifle and the rifling. Right. There's right. no... Wrecks the bullet. Yeah. Exactly. Right. Pressure. Right. So yeah. we, we got to really readjust our thinking and mm-hmm. how things actually yeah. work. Well, I always say that uh, we talked about it um, a, f- a few times that, um, you know, especially with all like the gun control and people not understanding guns and all that stuff, like people... It's not people's fault that they don't understand guns. They don't really fully understand the way certain gun laws work and they're they're against guns. It's not their fault for not understanding that stuff, but it is their fault for not learning. You know, so if you're going to push gun control, if you're going to say guns are dangerous and they kill people, and if you have an AR, you want children to die and all this stuff, well, then maybe you should fully understand the way guns work and how these gun laws affect certain things. I, I'm sh- every, every person I've spoken to that wants gun control for banning assault rifles and weapons of war, mm-hmm. when you sit down with them and you explain to them, well, like we said before, it's just the pistol grip and it's just, you know, a bayonet lug or right. it's just a muzzle brake. People start to question like, well, then wait, why are we banning? Like, this doesn't make it more dangerous. Right. No, no, it doesn't. No. And if it, again, it's not your fault for not understanding that, right. but it, it is your fault for trying to push something you don't understand without Absolutely. learning about it. If 100%. you, if you show me something and you say, no, 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 I did research. This is why pistol grips are more dangerous. That's great. 
And and that's why I know I know it's funny because they're not but, right. right. But if you know what, if but you if, did your own research, yeah. exactly. Okay. So <laughs> it went on the internet, right? You didn't. Well, well whatever exactly. it is, whatever exactly. it is, you know, if if you're gonna come up with an argument other than just well, it's a pistol grip and you know that the law says it's more dangerous. Well, that's not an argument, you right? Know? And it's your fault why? for not understanding that exactly. Exactly. So you're absolutely right, one thousand percent. And at the end of the day. It really is about that. I, there was a news reporter, and it said, look how dangerous this assault rifle. I actually just shared it on my page. I don't know if you saw it. Look how dangerous this assault rifle is, and it was a shotgun. Oh, so it's like, yeah. come on, guys. But we, you were know? Make, we were making fun of the guy. I don't remember who it was. He was like, he, he, had, he, had, a, he had the ghost gun. He oh, was, was like, that Senator from California? He's like, Senator this shoots a 30 caliber, caliber clip, clip in and, half a second. Yeah, 30, like, yeah. Oh God! At least it's, get it right. How it's many? How many things? Like, this this clip, is a ghost like a gun. This will ago. shoot a thirty caliber <laughs> clip in <laughs> half a second. Like how many things can you get clip? wrong second. in like how one many? sentence? <laughs> It's it's, it's amazing. so comical, but at the same yeah. time, it's just my soul just hurts. But it people, does. well, people will listen to that and right. say that makes sense. Right. That's why we have to get rid of these guns. Right. My soul dies. Right. Every, every time. <laughs> and on yeah. our, our Joe Biden gun control uh, episode, we broke down more people are killed with hammers and fists than rifles of yeah. any kind. Yeah, absolutely. So right. why do they want to ban? quote assault rifles if right. they don't yeah, and I, I even think we saw that rifles people use rifles less in murders and stuff it's handguns Yeah, handguns I think it was less in, in 2018 death. it was like less than 300 murders mm-hmm. and deaths with rifles of any kind and it was like three or four thousand with handguns so it's wow. like why are we even why are politicians pushing you know for 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 rif- banning rifles when it's only 300 deaths you know I mean right. obviously one death is too many right? right but if you look at it and if they really want to look at it we, well, we should be banning handguns then because we're talking about 4,000 right. you know so it just it just doesn't make sense we need the right, right legislation honestly course, and right. I you know even being an instructor I know in my hearts of hearts it has to be done because mm-hmm. if we have if we have the ability to walk into a gun store and be out with a weapon of war mm-hmm. in one hour <laughs> okay Less and then it that. takes me a year to, to get, get a, a handgun permit yeah, right. okay why are we why is it so laxadaisy right. on one side right, right. and too anal on the other yeah let's even that right, out right. okay yeah. make it everybody gets the same background check mm-hmm. whether it's um mental yeah. as well as criminal you know mm-hmm. fbi red flag fine but you can't be so like let's let everything go over here and right. then be like ridiculous yep, right. on this side yeah. they both shoot the same Ammo. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Well, right. one thing People. I've always said yeah. is that gun, <laughs> exactly. gun control does have its roots in it's oppression. Crazy. It's actual oppression of you know people of color, minorities, immigrants. The Sullivan Act in New York was created to have a permitting system for handguns, basically to deny people the right to have a handgun. Right. So that's where that's where gun control laws come from. Right. Um. And to me, it's just like, listen, like you said, you could go into a store and buy a shotgun, one of those little like the 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 firearms, like the TAC-14 or the shockwave. Oh, and love that one. Is that, oh, it's great. I got a TAC-14. It's fun. But, yes. you know, what's that to me is way more dangerous than a handgun. Mm-hmm. But you could just go into a store and buy that if you're over 21, background check, you know, 4473, mm-hmm. but, and then just walk out with it. So like you said, there needs to be some sort of change. And especially living on Long Island, upstate New York can carry, and, you know, they could get carry, and, and they're they're... Licensing process is a lot more streamlined. Mm-hmm. So compared to down here, why is there an eight-month process? Right. You know, why does it take a year or two? Uh, years ago, Suffolk County was like two years or something. I think it's yeah. two years now, I think. That's, something like that. It was that. eight months pre But then east of Riverhead, of the sheriff does it, and it's like four months. So yeah. right. why right. the why the difference? Like, let's just yeah. try and get something a little more cohesive. Yeah. 
And then Agreed. if you want anything in New York City, you're just shit out of luck. Oh, yeah. You, you <laughs> yeah, you're shit out of luck. You, must be, you have to be from... Howard Stern. Right. Yeah, yeah pretty basically. much. Do you have people from the, the boroughs or the New York City area contact you? Um, or is it mostly yeah, Long Island? Yeah, but they have different laws. Like, right. they have yep. a premise uh, license where yeah. we have just, like, a sportsman. Mm-hmm. So it's a different uh, thing. Different so I don't really get involved with okay. them because yeah. I don't know their laws. And, sure. I, you know, it, it's and just a different world. you can't bring a handgun into New York City if you have just the Long Island permit without the endorsement. Exactly. So that's a big thing. Right thinking about that now yeah. exactly like I, said, I don't have a permit i i know just all this from just talking to people and i right. i do in the previous episode i did talk so i do have some time behind a handgun um handguns out of state we rented handguns out of state i have time behind machine guns from going to machine gun shoots and yeah. different things and actually cool. at the last machine gun shoot i was at there was women they was uh, they didn't let children shoot but they families were there and yeah. right. i see some women handling some badass machine guns let that's, me just say that that's sick and you know mm-hmm. it was really fun and cool. we did a whole episode on it and honestly it was like one of the safest places i've ever been love it you know <laughs> you <say>. have 600 <laughs> yeah. 600 machine guns and not one bullet fired the other way love not it. Right. one well not one person died yeah there you go. <laughs> the only incident that i saw was a window got broken out from the lottie 20 millimeter anti-tank rifle it oh. concussion blew out a window from an ambulance <laughs> yeah. behind it from the uh the shock wave yeah, yeah. yeah that's great uh, uh, that was the only damage that i saw yeah. but, that's sick that's um, sick <laughs> I really want to talk about really quickly though yeah. um, the ammo oh, for yeah. shotguns. Oh yeah, yeah. talk about oh, yeah. it because just like a free tidbit for the world because mm-hmm. and whoever's listening, please pay attention. Yeah. <laughs> because it's really important that you understand what you're shooting. We can all go and get TAC 14s and be tactical, mm-hmm. but at the end of the day, we're in a house. Oh, yeah. Okay, we're not in uh, a compound, and again, we're not on. This could apply to any other type of firearm too. Ammunition choice per se, but correct. you're talking specifically fire uh, uh, shotguns. Shotgun. Yeah, correct. But you know, you don't want something crazy over powered or you know ammunition choice is very important agreed agreed Mm -hmm. and i think um the big misconception is is that oh i buy a shotgun and i'm good yeah the problem with that is one they don't know the ammo okay Uh and if they buy the wrong ammo we can have some serious problems here and they're gonna have a lot of explaining to do Okay, mm-hmm. so if they put in a slug, mm-hmm. okay, if you guys know what a slug is, yes. you guys are firearms guys, right. okay, right. but to the people that don't know what a slug is, mm-hmm. it's basically one piece of metal that goes flying down range, okay, and that's not supposed to be used for home defense, mm-hmm. and the reason why is because it continues to go through your wall, the neighbor's wall, and it'll continue to go hmm. until it stops its velocity, right. very scary, yeah. and people, you know, they, oh, I don't, I don't even know what I have, that's what I get all the time, because when I shoot at the NASA range, we have to shoot slugs, yeah. if we don't shoot slugs, it could ricochet back at us and be dangerous because it's literally you're shooting in a cement bunker basically right so um they don't even know what they're shooting so uh, by the time i explain them explain it to them that you cannot use bird and buckshot in the range but you must use that at home Mm -hmm. you know it it, they're like what are you talking about so i have to really go over the whole um you know how everything operates within a shotgun shell for them to understand and even when people say uh when shotgun shells spray like a grouping it's called right you know they think it's like this big wide ass grouping mm-hmm. that's right. not true right there's a lot of misconceptions like buckshot mm-hmm. will continue to go through your wall in the next wall there's still a lot of velocity right. there um so we have to be careful where we're shooting in our home as well yeah. not only ammo choice and what we're shooting where we're shooting yeah mm-hmm. is that next room is there a person in that room or mm-hmm. is there is your neighbor eight feet away yeah, yeah. and is your kid's it, room next door to the room that you're in yeah. that's right and do you, live in, do you live in an apartment type oh, yeah. situation like, right like a you co-op? don't you might not know where the person next door is you exactly know. and all that's really separating you is a piece of sheetrock and exactly. some fiberglass right. and some two by fours right really not a lot yeah. and even when you're outside what else is separating you uh plywood 
mm-hmm. and a piece of plastic for siding. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Not a lot of protection there. Right. So all these new shooters that are home and they're trying to figure out their firearms, please don't. Yeah, <laughs> yeah <laughs> don't. it's very important because right. a lot of times, especially with a shotgun, I know I've gotten ammo from people that's ancient, mm. that's you know old ammo that you know you don't know. Oh, it was sixteen gauge and a twelve gauge. Oh, that's similar enough. Big deal. Yeah. Yeah, Or, for example, if you (laughs) get a gun from somebody, oh, my grandpa gave me a shotgun, but it's a rifled barrel, that affects the spread pattern differently, even, you know, with buckshot than uh, just a regular cylinder choke barrel. Correct. So, I mean, you you are right. There's a lot to know with that. It's not just like the movies where you could just clear a room and it just... You know, everyone within a five foot area dies. Right. I mean, yeah. you go to the range, and I'm sure you take people to range, and you show them on paper, hey, this is the spread at ten yards. This is the spread at five yards. Exactly. This is, and you know, even at five yards, it's, it's not. Still, it's going to be the, the the diameter yeah. of your barrel. Right. right. It's, it's really not that big. Yeah. It maybe a fist. Yeah, maybe. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. about it. A wad might go somewhere else. Right. But, right. Yeah, that's actually very important, and Agreed. especially I, I remember you you were commenting on a Facebook post about an AR-15. Some guy was like, "Oh, I use an AR-15 for home defense." Uh-huh. And, you know, yeah. it's very situationally dependent. I mean, you know, some guys run frangible ammo, but, you know, in a, in a mm-hmm. situation where if mm-hmm. you live in an apartment at co-op, that's not the best choice. Right. No. No, not at all. I can also tell you about the situation after you shoot that gun, mm-hmm. you will be deaf. Yeah, your ears. Yeah. Okay, that yeah. gun is one of the loudest guns, especially the Mini 14. I own uh, one. Yeah. It is one of the loudest guns you will ever shoot. It's mm-hmm. almost as loud as a shotgun, yeah. okay? And it gets super hot. Yeah. It's a hot mm-hmm. load. So it just, it gets hot. It's loud it's obnoxious so if you think that you're going to be able to uh even be able to walk around because first of all if you can't hear your balance is off yes so you're going to be disoriented you're going to have a balance issue Mm -hmm. you think you're going to be able to call the police and say i just you know whatever right right. not going to happen so we we have to and and the guy it was funny i he said oh i'll put ear protection on i said you're funny no that's not how that works that's not how that works it's amazing what people think that they could do in a matter of seconds correct when you know you hear you're sleeping you're in a dead sleep you hear something downstairs a glass break now you're you know you have the you you you're, you're still groggy. half asleep. You're, right. you're looking for your gun. It's dark. Your adrenaline starts kicking yeah. in. Your hands get like, shaky. What is that? You're trying to figure it out. Right. Correct. Just... Over 160 beats per minute, the yeah. dexterity is gone. Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. And your tactile movements mm-hmm. are very minimal at that point. Mm-hmm. You can't really feel anything. Right. Yeah. That's why John was saying with the you know going over the slide. Exactly. The slide release. Right. Exactly. That is, yeah. yeah. There's one thing you know being not under pressure and there's one thing being under pressure and i think Correct. there's not much training that people could really get that's i'm sure there's obviously there's training out there where you can train <laughs> under pressure right but right. there's special places you need to go it's hard mm-hmm. to find mm-hmm. there's small classes and they're expensive mm-hmm. you know so every, everyone's here right um i'm not talking just training in general but like you go online and you see a lot of these other shooting ranges in other parts of the country like yeah. steel targets and Mm-hmm. You shoot, move, and really a real get, range, right? A, a real, real range. range. <laughs> Unfortunately, we're kind of limited on Long Island. Upstate is a completely different ballgame. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We are a New York group, but I mean, we know Long Island and, and the boroughs. But it's 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 very limiting here. What what you can do, um, you know, your training can only go so far, and then you, you know, you have to take that next step. Going to like a coworker of mine flew out to Las Vegas for uh, I think it was Frontside Academy, mm-hmm. and he did a whole course out there, and they had shoot houses, and they had all these different things. Um, but you know, that's like a, that's like almost a vacation planning. Like, you know, you have to dedicate time. You have yeah. to dedicate it's expensive. This. Mm-hmm. Um, it mm-hmm. is, it is, but, um, I don't want to like spill all my beans yet, but something's <laughs> coming good. to Long Island. Oh, and, uh, I don't okay. want to 
breaking say, yeah. news. We want to yeah. know about it. Oh, you will. We want to know. Worry. We want to so, go. Whatever it is. <laughs> Something's coming. Oh, okay. We're working on it. Mm. Uh, but once we get our ducks in a row, <laughs> yeah, uh, I'll come they... back and I'll, and I'll tell you guys. Yeah, and we'll, please we'll do. We'll give yeah. you like uh, maybe a demo or something. Oh, that would be great. Yeah. Are they going to allow Mosins? Are they going to allow Mosins? Maybe. I always joke with John because I'm like the old gun guy and... You know, we talk about like civil unrest or whatever. I'm like, I'll grab my bows and bayonet. Let's ah, go. let's you do know? it. Yeah. That's funny. <laughs> I just, I joke, but you know, I, I also tell some people that like you say you take people in a 1022 as a first firearm. I mentioned a while ago, I have a 1022, but sometimes for people, I actually, you know, call this bad or whatever. I actually show them on an SKS a lot of times. I, we, a friend of ours recently sent in to get an M1 Garand through the CMP mm. and I didn't have ammo for mine yet because of corona and pandemic and whatever mm. so but i had sks's and ammo and i took them to the range and i'm like you know what it's a very kind of similar load from the top safety by the trigger mm-hmm. kind of way and it's 30 caliber and it'll kind of really get you kind of a feel of what it would be like to mm. kind of shoot this rifle mm. and he shot other guns he's been to the range with us yeah. previously yeah but he got signed off uh by john the cmp it, it asks you if you don't have um certain qualifications to get signed off by an rso or a law enforcement officer mm. so john John went and, you know, he watched him show unload and clear, show load and clear, be able to shoot from these positions. And it's a sign of thing. But, you know, I find that sometimes, like you were saying, you know, depending on the type of person, I I would show them on a 1022 always first. But sometimes, like, having a, a little bit bigger of a bullet, mm-hmm. okay, this is recoil. This is what you're going to exactly. feel. Exactly. This is, you know... Don't anticipate mm. it. Just let it surprise you. Yeah. Things right. like that. I mean, you're, you're also preparing them for a certain type of <laughs> Exactly. That's Someone coming in who's fresh, who's I'm never not, touched anything I'm before. not a certified right. trainer. You want a 22. Yeah. yeah. Sure. Right. right. I'm not yes. a certified yes. trainer. I don't <laughs> yeah. have Just right. in the beginning. And then, you, then you're like, all right, what's next? Right. You know what I mean? Because yeah. you get bored of it. Yeah. But um, mm. what I really love, honestly, and it's a very, it was a very economical platform. Mm. I mean, now it's probably triple the price. Of course. But I really loved the Ruger PC9 carbine. yeah. Those are really great. I've wanted one for a while. Such a great gun. Such a great Takes gun. Block mags. Ver- and, yes. Yeah. And I love that it's interchangeable. Oh, yeah. Because who the hell wants to carry all this shit no. on you? It's yeah. very heavy. Yeah. People yeah. don't realize how heavy a mag is, how heavy right. a gun is, oh, yeah. especially being a woman. Mag. You don't yeah. want all this weight. So I like to promote, um, you know, I do the Glock 19, yeah. which I don't really like Glocks, but I like that it's interchangeable yeah. with the PC9. Mm-hmm. And let me tell you, what a great platform. Oh, great accuracy. Um, it has a little bit of recoil and it just sounds like a firecracker. Oh, yeah. You're not going to to blow your hearing mm-hmm. your hearing out if you right. use it for home defense and here's another tip you can't use full metal jackets in home mm, defense because right. you're gonna have the same problem with it going you through the walls points. you yeah. need hollow points yeah. exactly and now hollow points we know are like triple the amount right. yeah. but it's not like you need a ton of them you mm-hmm. just have like one box and that's what right. you use right. for home right. defense a couple of mags worth and honestly right. if you if you're going through multiple mags in a home defense scenario you are in a world of shit absolutely. yeah you're getting yeah, you are you got to think about getting the hell out of there absolutely and that's yeah. that i'm sure yeah you, you go over with people is right. the fight or flight. Correct. Sometimes the best defense is getting the fuck out of there. That's right. And in, in New York, That's anyway, right. we have the duty to retreat and all that That's stuff. That's right. So, it's yeah. true. Yeah. But you know what? It almost is, because I, I tell my ladies all the time, it almost looks better in our behalf. I mm-hmm. like to stack the odds with us instead oh, yeah. of against yeah. us. Right. That if you shot somebody, just per se, at yeah. the front of the, your door right. and you, they laid dead there, the police are going to be like, ma'am, 
You didn't even give him a second to retreat. Right. And that's going to make you look bad. Yeah. You're going to go through a ton of lawyers. Mm-hmm. You're going to sink all your money yeah. into Civil this. Yeah. Absolutely. Right. Okay. But if you if you retreat, which I again, I, I understand it's your home. Yeah, right. exactly. But if you retreat into your home, it just has a better odds with mm-hmm. you. Okay. Mm-hmm. And you say to the police mm-hmm. officer, hey, I retreated into my home. I gave him the opportunity yeah. to leave and he didn't. Yeah. Okay? I'm in my bedroom. You need I to be able to. Anywhere. Exactly. Yeah. I can't go anymore. You need to be able to articulate why you did what you did. Exactly. You, know? you have to be accountable for all of your actions yeah. you cannot take back that yeah, bullet I know yeah. that bullet will never go back into that barrel right. and you have a lot of explaining to do yeah. right. so and if your family isn't on the same uh, story as well yeah. that's a problem right. yeah. I tell my wife um, my wife is pregnant we're expecting our child in a, in a few weeks first actually one? yeah first oh, one awesome um, you know I keep a gun loaded in the bedroom now with kids coming that's gonna mm-hmm. have to change but I tell her I'm like look if this happens, we're in our bedroom, which is in a really far corner from the ha- from the front door of the house. So, like, if somebody comes in and then comes to our bedroom, we we don't have an option to right. get out of the house. We got to go in the same door that he came in. Correct. Yeah. So I tell her, I'm like, look, get behind the bed. I grab the gun. You get on the phone. Exactly. And that's what you got to yeah. do. If somebody comes to that door, that's mm-hmm. what I that's that's what yeah. I got to take care of. Right. You take care of the phone. That's, that's what a plan. it is. Yeah. And, and then if you're home be. alone, you get the gun first, and then deal with the phone after. Yeah. Agreed. And, you know, it, it like you said, everybody's got to be on the same page. And yep. people might say, like, what do you like? Why do you have to think that way? Yeah. Because unfortunately, on Long Island, we see all the time in the news. You know, home invasions are on the yeah, rise. Home invasions. Yeah. Oh my god! It and it's some of it is really depraved stuff, like tying the the old couple up in the living room yeah. and saying, "Where's the safe?" and doing all these yeah. crazy things. Unbelievable. I yeah. know, but it's crazy. We, was, I'm, yeah. I'm sorry to interrupt. Okay. It applies. Um, Taylor Taylor wasn't here there for it. Oh but my me, god, yeah. <laughs> it's funny. We never talked oh. about this before on the podcast. Oh yeah. Myself and a mutual friend of ours, we were actually the the we're victim. listed as witnesses, but we were actually like the victims of an armed robbery. Oh my um, god. This was before, you know, my law enforcement career right. before I carried a firearm years and all that ago. stuff. Years like, and almost years. Ten years ago. Yeah. Holy crap. yeah, so like these things happen and people always ask me, including some cops, they say, like, well, why do you carry a gun? Because there's a lot of cops who don't carry off duty i don't care you know i know it's it's, it's crazy because you have you have this you you are given this privilege yeah you know that you could do something that so many other people cannot do and you don't take advantage of it but that's your personal choice you know for for a lot of people who aren't familiar with guns it's just another tool in their belt for them but you know for people like me you taylor you know that's something that we all we want to be able to exercise right so um yeah i you know they always ask like oh you know like i went you know 25 years of my life without needing a firearm like carrying it every day why do i need it now well it's like well let me tell you a story you yeah. know like when i was you Sit know down. when i was 20 years old i you know had a gun it's yeah. also a different generation yeah this isn't grandpa's generation anymore mm-hmm. okay this is a whole yeah. different outlook people yeah. don't value life no they yeah, really they and don't. It, that's scary mm-hmm. okay and also i just want to add too about the home defense yeah. uh thing yeah. We can't be vigilantes. No. Okay. Mm-hmm. This is not the purpose. Right. The purpose of a firearm and your right to the firearm is to protect you mm-hmm. from the threat. Yep. And to stop the threat. Mm-hmm. If the threat is stopped, that's it. Yep. Okay. If the th- if the threat leaves, that's, that's it. it. Right. You don't yeah. chase them. Yeah. No. Okay. No, that is. This cool. is. Yeah. yeah. And That's people said, get yeah. very upset. Yeah. And this is what ego kind of comes They're like, yep. you came into my house. Mm. Let the guy go. Right. Let Not him go. It. Okay. Yep. If he took your TV, let him have it. Yep. Right. It could be replaced. $200 mm-hmm. TV is better than $10,000. Or your life. Or your fees or your life. Or, or, your, or, or yeah. you know. And, and even too about the, the whole planning. Yeah. Like people have dogs, right? That dog could be jumping all over the place. Someone has to control the dog. Right. You know, mm-hmm. there needs to be a plan. And if there's yeah. not a plan, you're going to be set up for failure. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. And, and and again, it's about contingency plan on a contingency plan. Just like right. you said, why do right. you need that? Yep. I'd rather plan and not need it exactly. than need it and not have exactly. it. Exactly. Yep. 
Perfect. 100%. So. So what's um what's in in wrapping up cuz I guess I think we're getting close to an hour. Stevie, yeah, what? Much like an hour. Yeah, yeah, okay. All right, cool. Um there's a couple other things I want to touch on. Sure. Um you know, what's what's maybe some advice for like my fiance for example. She she's not too into firearms. She doesn't, you know, obviously she knows that I'm around firearms. There's firearms around the house. I've talked to her about, you know, getting involved, maybe going shooting and she's kind of like uh, on on the you know, on the fence about it. What's some advice you might give to women who are kind of on the fence, who don't really know or understand and, you know, how can, you know, or even for myself, how can I get her more interested in, you know, taking the steps into maybe Mm. going shooting or getting involved and just understanding it a little more? Good question. Um, For one, a lot of guys would be like, well, I want to train my wife. and You can never train your wife. You can Mm -hmm. never train a family member. So Mm -hmm. just don't even try it Mm -hmm. because it's just going to be terrible. They're going to see you as condescending. I can't even train my own wife. I'm telling you, I can't. Mm -hmm. So I get it. Um, What I would say, though, is that to a woman, if, if she was listening, that, you know, it's the most equalizing empowering Mm -hmm. thing you will ever do in your life people say there's life after skydiving and life before skydiving it's the same thing with firearms (laughs) it's life after firearms it's life before firearms really two different worlds okay so what i like about firearms besides the empowerment and the equalization is it's fun Mm -hmm. it is is Mm -hmm. one of the funnest things i think i've ever done in my life if you ever went to a carnival and shot out that star game with the little baby gun me either i've come close (laughs) i've come close but if you enjoy that you would enjoy firearms it's really fun and and i tell you um and, and it's just not about that too it's about keeping you safe yeah. in your house with your family and mm-hmm. wouldn't you want to feel like when i'm carrying i feel like a wave of like peace almost yeah. on me because mm-hmm. i know i'm covered yeah. you know what i'm saying right. and when i'm not carrying i mm-hmm. kind of feel a little bit more on edge yeah i, so, I feel the same way it's kind of like a, a peaceful feeling yeah. and a secure feeling. Right. Um, so for women that have never tried, I suggest reaching out to a female instructor. Mm-hmm. It doesn't have to be me. Yeah. But reach out to a female instructor. Yeah. Because, I mean, not them, I'm not bagging on men instructor. Mm-hmm. I'm not. Mm-hmm. But they train completely differently. Yeah. And women really want it to be broken down. And I think the way women um, listen to the way a man's, man says it to a woman, yeah. it's almost like they don't want to ask because they feel that they'll be looked at as being stupid. Mm-hmm. Or why didn't you know that? Right. And that kind of makes a wall come up. And then they don't want to learn anymore after that. Mm-hmm. So when it's an open environment with a lot of questions, you know, that is really what, I'm, what a good you know, woman to right. come to a firearms should right. be. Gotcha. You should be open. You should want to ask questions. Mm-hmm. You know, you shouldn't just be like, uh-huh, uh-huh. You know, because if you're red zoning and you're like deer in headlights, you know, we got we either we got to slow it down or we have to really be personal with you mm-hmm. because you really got to understand what you're holding yeah. and how it actually operates. And I tell you, once you really get that operation thing down, mm-hmm. you can see a woman's face like, yeah. oh, that's right, how it right. works. Mm-hmm. They just like, okay, if there's not a bullet in the chamber, mm-hmm. we're safe. Right. Simple. Yeah. You know, you know, like right. really. Yeah. You know, and then, you know, you, we follow the protocols. Yeah. Drop the mag, put it on safe, mm-hmm. clear the chamber, leave the chamber open. Yeah. And that's it. And you talk about all that stuff in a class before Every, you even oh go hands God. on. Yeah. Probably a thousand times. Yeah. I really like <laughs> that, know? honestly. Yeah, I do too. I think some people have the misconception of going and seeking training gonna be like john wick it's like yeah. no, no it's not what not it at all at all so 
Go, and, oh, go and, no, I was just going to say, yeah. even like the safety factor, mm-hmm. okay? Mm-hmm. The way I train personally is when the gun comes up, I'm talking rifle, when yeah. the gun comes up to your eye line, okay, and you made the conscious decision to pull the trigger, yeah. that is, and that is only when you take the safety off mm-hmm. and you do your fire. Yeah. Yeah. When you're done, you look around, we're safe, and we're ready to go off of the eye line, that's right. when the safety comes back right. on. Right. So every single shot, and I'm the most annoying trainer, mm-hmm. but that's how mm-hmm. I train. Yeah. You bring it up, oops, yep. safe, safe. <laughs> <laughs> so click you know right, and right. then you know we we shoot and then we put it back on yeah and then that's how we play safe mm-hmm. you know even if we're shooting in a tight quarter yeah. with people i know that that safety is on right yeah, now right. until i'm ready so if mechanical if, if my fiance or, or his wife or whoever comes into one of your classes what's what what can they kind of expect you know from from start to finish for your for your class sure uh so the two-hour lecture we start off mostly with um you know club news um you know anything that's happening any events and then we kind of get into like a specific um topic like i said last time was close quarter battle another time was um self-awareness or actually using the restroom with a firearm Mm, yeah okay now for women i like that okay is a total different story yes okay you guys are very lucky Mm -hmm. and it's easy okay lean my Mosin against the stall wall. <laughs> yeah, right. But for women, yeah. it's heavy. Yeah. And unfortunately, we have to squat. Okay? Mm-hmm. Nobody mm-hmm. sits on a toilet bowl anymore. Right. Okay? So how do we deal with that? Mm-hmm. There's no books yeah. on how do you yeah, deal with a firearm. People don't talk about that, right? Yeah. I literally got like boxers on. Out, I tell you. Yeah. I put a boxers on with like long basketball shorts. Yeah. And I brought like a, like a fake gun with yeah. a holster. And I basically showed them what to do. Mm-hmm. Like how I dropped my pants, how right. I did it. And they were like, holy shit. I would have never thought to think yeah, that. these are things I mean, that... But, <laughs> I'm telling and, you. And again, this goes back to your point of view right. on guns is going right. to be different and that's why it's so important, you know? Half the population. Yeah, Absolutely. exactly. And they right. said this year, 2020... Forty percent of the buyers of of uh, any type of firearm was was oh, women. Yeah. I great. believe it. 100%. That's great. Forty percent. That's a lot. Yeah. And they said in the um, I think they said the year of uh, twenty twenty in the United States, yeah. fifty six million background checks yeah. were done wow. for firearms. It was like the record high. Absolutely. Good. They beat it in that's like awesome. I think great. August. They beat the number, and then <sighs> we still had six months to go. Yeah, that's so great. that just goes to show how many new shooters we have in this world. That's oh great. Yeah. It's it's great, but it's scary. At the same time yeah, yeah. because they're untrained yeah. it's like giving a, mm-hmm. a, a car to somebody and yeah. being like have a good day well that's what we talked yeah. about just yeah. kind of a similar story about the the fact is how it's like getting a handgun permit is like giving a car to somebody and just saying okay you finally got your license here you go you right. can't yeah. get training with a handgun before you get right. a permit in, in new york nope. right. so right. you're giving a car to somebody who just got their driver's license right. figure it out have yep. fun you're giving a license to somebody who doesn't understand the operation of something Absolutely. It's, right. it's ridiculous and there's no guideline yeah so it's like okay you can have that um lethal weapon right but you can't uh you, you don't have to have training yeah. there's no regulation yeah it's crazy that blows my mind right. that needs to change mm-hmm. you cannot i would see when i went to st lucia i know you have to like you know i've been to st lucia it's uh whew. it's different yes but let different. me tell you um um and i know you have to wrap up no but no we, it's we fine. can talk forever obviously no, yeah, we have we have yeah. a hell of a report <laughs> right, right. 
But in St. Lucia, they said that when you find a firearm that you want to work with, mm-hmm. say it's a handgun, uh, the, the Ruger LC9S Pro, I have to find uh, an instructor that is certified in the LC9S Pro, work mm. with them, pass the test, then I can get the license yep. to get the gun. Yep. Yeah, I wow. thought that that yeah. was an excellent way to be proactive mm-hmm. about someone who knows absolutely yeah. nothing, and then they can go and get what they need. Yeah. Yeah, I always, I've always said, uh, let's make the process to be able to carry a handgun easier, but let's make the requirements for it harder. Right. So you Certain have to have, you have, have, ca- like you have to have fire and right. You have to be trained in it. You have to, you know, how, whatever, whatever the course is, like whatever. FBI qualifi- right. Yeah. Qualifi- no, like you do. Yeah. You know? a- a- exactly. So let's, yes. let's have, okay. You have to have a 10 hour course to be right. able to do X, Y, and Z. But then when someone completes all that and you, and you see that they're certified in safe handling and stuff, make it easier. Let them have a full carry permit so right. they can protect themselves. But what I mean, I don't, exactly. more responsible people carrying firearms, right. honestly, the, Politicians should be and, less and, worried about it. And it would, weed, it would weed out the people who are not going to do the right thing with firearms because right. they're not right. going to go through the steps to have to do it. And might it be a pain in the ass? Uh, maybe. But at least you know at the end of that road, you're going to be able to, Is it more be able to protect yourself. Right. It's just a different pain in the ass. And I that's guess, the thing. Right. People think it's very hard to get a. a, a uh, um, a handgun license here. Mm-hmm. It's not. Right. It's annoying. Yeah, yeah exactly. Oh, it is annoying. Yep. And they know that. Mm-hmm. They Expensive, want course, yeah. time consuming. They know it. I yeah. couldn't use John as a reference because he's active law enforcement exactly. and he mm-hmm. lives in a different county, but I've Correct. known him 10 years. Yeah. Yep. Can't yeah. say So, it. you know. Nope. And what's crazy too, like a couple, you know, like so me and my wife, and right. you want to use me right. as, um, you know, as a uh, reference, and your wife want to use my wife, can do that. Now the mm-hmm. whole couple's gone. Right. Right. So to, for a couple to have eight, Eight different references that live in your county that have known yeah. you for a certain amount of time. That's it's a lot. lot. It's yeah, a lot of people. It is. So, so uh, yeah. All right. Yeah. So thank you so much for be- having me. Before we uh, awesome. before we wrap everything up, I just want I just want to know. Tell sure. everybody where they can find you. Plug all yeah, of your, your stuff. Oh, thank yeah, you. everything. Thank you. I appreciate it. So uh, for any women that are interested, it's called the Long Island Women's Firearm Club. Mm-hmm. Um, we are located on Facebook. If you need to find us, uh, we also have our email, Long Island women's with an s firearm club at outlook.com and we also have our website mm-hmm. long island women's fire no sorry it's liwfc.org so that's like the nomenclature for that then i have um the phone number is 631-517-3047 and i also have uh she trains you which is uh www.shetrainsyou.com and that's y-o-u mm-hmm. and uh the phone number is 516-749-8650 and my email is she did I say that she trains you at outlook.com no there you go she trains you at outlook.com mm-hmm. I'm leaving you guys some perfect. cards yeah for sure for the women's club perfect. and for the yeah. she yeah, trains perfect. you some women that I could give that to please, yeah definitely please do um, and they're all my cards are always at the Nassau range yeah. so if you don't, mm-hmm. if you missed my information you just need to get rid of a card yeah. there's always one at the instructor cards cool. area you mm-hmm. can just grab it great alright we'll, we'll put all your contact information in the show notes so anyone listening who doesn't who can't write anything down it's all going to be in the show notes so awesome. they can click on it and highlight and whatever we'll link it in there and we'll link yeah. all your websites Love and all it. that stuff i'm going to so. promote you guys too in my awesome. club That'd as be well awesome. that, Great. you know even though you're not women but it's okay <laughs> listen we you. support we supported me <laughs> and yeah. support you. Guns. Listen, it goes both I'm, ways i'm sure there's a lot of a lot of guys <laughs> who wives. listen yeah, yeah. you got wives we got wives. So, i got a wife oh, does she know which one knows about which 
<laughs> don't let her listen. Don't, let, don't let don't let either of them listen to this yeah. episode. I'm like, you are in trouble. <laughs> Done, son. <laughs> but um, he's a harem. No, because I I'm sure there's a lot of a lot of guys out there who are listening who really want to get their their women involved or right. you know whoever it is involved and they just don't know how to go about it. You know, so this is this is awesome. Yeah. So thank you guys great. for having me. This yeah, is absolutely. a great podcast. I thought it went very well. And uh, yeah, of course. I appreciate uh, we're, we're, you we're easy me. going guys. You are. We're we're we'll have you on again in the future, and I'd love to hear more about that little project. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we want to. Hopefully, mean. after the election, I'll have a little bit more <laughs> yeah. um, of what's going to sure. happen. But yeah. Uh, yeah. that's when we're going to kind of go full yeah. steam ahead. Yeah, come so. back and, and and plug that and put I that definitely out there. Will. Yeah, definitely, so. you guys are going to love it. Oh, uh, I, I wish I could tell you right now, and I can't. It's all right. Damn. All right, Lisa. We, we, we definitely appreciate you coming down. Thank awesome. Thank cool. you, Lisa. All right. Thanks. Thanks, guys. Have a great day. Hey, everyone. Thank you for listening to today's episode at the NY Gun Guys podcast. We do release a new episode every Monday. If you enjoyed the episode, please subscribe and leave us a five-star review. You can also find us on Instagram and Facebook at NY Gun Guys. Please give us a like, a follow, and a share. If you have any feedback or a suggestion for our future episode, definitely send us an email at info at nyguns.com. We'll see you next time. Be safe out there.